What's that? No, nothing. It's a card from my dad. Let me see that. Dear son, happy Festivus? What is Festivus? It's nothing. When Mike was growing up, Stephen, no, his father no. hated all commercial and religious aspects of Christmas, so he made up his own holiday. Oh, and another piece of the puzzle falls into place. All right. And instead of a tree, didn't your father put up an aluminum pole? Okay, Stephen, stop it. And weren't there feats of strength that always ended up with you crying? I can't take it anymore. I'm going to work. <laughs> Are you happy now? <laughs> well, happy Festivus. Wait, what is that? Is that the pole? Mike, Festivus is your heritage. It's part of who you are. That's why I hate it. It's a big dinner. Tuesday night at Jason's house, everyone's invited. Mike, you're forgetting how much Festivus has meant to us all. I brought one of the cassette tapes. Now read that poetry. I can't read it. I need my glasses. You don't need glasses. You're just weak. You're weak. Leave him alone. All right, Mike. It's time for the Festivus feats of strength. No, no, no. Turn it off. I hate Festivus. We had some good times. Mike, Mike, are you are you okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it, this topic it just feels it feels so real to me, man. Festivus is all too real to some. That is right. The holiday made famous in the final season of Seinfeld was originally a family tradition of the scriptwriter Dan O'Keefe, who worked on the sitcom. In the original O'Keefe family tradition, the holiday would take place to celebrate the anniversary of the first date. Of the writer's parents. It is now celebrated on December the 23rd, as depicted in the Seinfeld episode. And the fictional version is what we're going to be talking about today. In the Festivus episode of Seinfeld, Kramer returns to his old job, which he had at a bagel place called H&H Bagels. This is taking place as Jerry and Elaine discuss the Festivus holiday, which was created by George's father, Frank. According to Frank, he created Festivus as a response to the commercialization of the Christmas season. He recounts getting into a fistfight with a man while trying to buy a doll for George many years in the past. He tells Kramer that he realized, quote, there had to be another way, and the Festivus was born. Kramer becomes interested in Frank reviving the tradition, hoping to use it as a reason to get out of his shift at H&H Bagels on religious grounds. George revisits his roots at the same time. He makes up a nonprofit called the Human Fund and proceeds to hand out holiday cards to his co-workers, claiming he has made a donation to the fund in their honor. He is caught when his employer writes a $20,000 check to the fund and Jerry forces him to come clean. George confesses the crime, saying that he gave out fake Christmas gifts to cover for the fact that he doesn't actually celebrate Christmas, but Festivus instead, and that he was afraid he would be persecuted for his peculiar beliefs. Having to prove it, George invites his boss to dinner on Festivus. At dinner, George, Elaine, Jerry, Kramer, and others find themselves around the Costanza table. The Festivus dinner has several components attached to it. The meal itself features meatloaf served on a bed of lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) The first is the airing of grievances. At this time, each person has to share the ways they've been wronged by everyone else at the table. The next component is the feats of strength. These take place at the end of the meal. The head of the household selects one person at the table and challenges them to a wrestling match. Initially, Frank chose Kramer as his person to fight, but George is volunteered by his boss. Critically, tradition states that Festivus cannot be over until the challenger is pinned. Instead of a Christmas tree, Festivus features an unadorned aluminium pole. Frank praises it to Kramer, saying that it requires no decoration 
and that he finds tinsel distracting. <laughs> in 2013, O'Keefe was interviewed by CNN and shared that the pole was a work of fiction. In his house, his father would hang a clock on the wall during Festivus, and when asked about it by people visiting the home, his only reply to other family members was, that's not for you to know. Oh, that seems completely normal. <laughs> now, taking inspiration from the episode, people around the world now celebrate Festivus. In 2005, Alan Salkin wrote a book detailing the rise of Festivus in popular culture. In the run-up to the 2000 Super Bowl, Baltimore Ravens head coach Brian Billick superstitiously banned the word playoffs. Instead, team members and coaches referred to the playoffs as Festivus and referred to the Super Bowl as Festivus Maximus. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> I know. In 2005, this is my favorite. In 2005, Wisconsin Governor Jim Doyle displayed a Festivus pole in his residence. It is now part of the collection at the Wisconsin Historical Museum. In 2010, CNN reported on increasing popularity of the holiday, featuring U.S. Representative Eric Cantor's Festivus fundraiser. The Christian Science Monitor reported that Festivus was a top trend on Twitter that year. Starting in 2012, Google results for the word Festivus are displayed with an aluminum pole running down the left side of the page. The phrase, a Festivus miracle, prefixes the results count and page speed above the results. Now, literally every listener has opened a new tab in their browser and has searched for the word Festivus in Google. In 2012, a Festivus poll was erected on city property in Deerfield Beach, Florida, alongside religious-themed holiday displays, including a nativity scene. In 2013 and 2014, a Festivus poll constructed with six feet of beer cans was erected next to a nativity scene and other religious holiday displays in the Florida State Capitol building as a protest supporting separation of church and state. Festivus, man, it's a thing. I'm a big fan of that episode of Seinfeld. Me too. Like like many of the episodes, it is incredible. Uh, and just the layers upon layers of things that occur in this episode are amazing. And I love that the fandom for the show has now led to this holiday being celebrated on the 23rd of December. So everybody out there listening to this episode, I believe they should be celebrating Festivus along with us. If you want to learn more about Festivus, including seeing some clips on YouTube and reading about it, of course, on Wikipedia, you can find show notes this week at relay.fm slash ungeniust slash 15. You can get in touch with us there. You can also find us on Twitter. Mike is I-M-Y-K-E, and you can find me there as I-S-M-H. Until our next weird article, Mike, happy Festivus. And to you.